I am pleased to introduce our first speaker tonight. Please welcome Trevor from Rancho Santa Margarita. I was not expecting to speak tonight. We can't hear you. I was not expecting to speak tonight. But, uh, you know, I usually pick up a shirt off the ground, and this time I grabbed it from the, from the coat hanger, and I guess that was, that was why I did it. Uh, and I'm told that we have like a world class speaker after me, so everyone will forget about me. So I'm cool with that. <laughs> Um, okay, so how what it was like what it was like now. Um, you know, growing up, I was very introverted, um, shy, had depression, anxiety. Um, I mean, the way that I went to bed every night was just thinking of how the different ways I would I could kill myself, and and I I remember that um, when I was like thirteen, that's what I did. I was always angry at, at God. Um, you know, thinking that that was the reason that I was this way. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I never tried any, any drugs or alcohol because of athletics. Athletics are what kept me from doing any of that. My mom was very strict about um, using anything. Um, until I was 21, I, I really did not drink because I was scared of it. I was, I had I had so much fear of what drugs and alcohol would do. I had friends that would smoke weed and I just smelling it freaked me out. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I really did not, um, I had no interest in that stuff, you know? Um, but I knew I was uncomfortable. I didn't know that like alcohol and drugs were gonna be my solution later on because I just never tried it. I just figured this is maybe this is the way everybody feels, you know, or or um, or maybe I'm different. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I did athletics were really a huge part of my life, and I, I got into um, a lot of combat sports. I was in MMA, and and that kept me from doing anything because I I was always so worried about my body. And when I, you know, when they talk about you know every you know like you do it alcoholically that's the way I worked out that's the way I like did my fitness and stuff I and I was so afraid of disappointing coaches that I just kept going to practice and I just kept getting better because I just didn't want to disappoint people like I just that's my like um it's almost what like kept me going was just like somebody would tell me to do something and I'd just be like okay you know like I'll, I'll do this I'll run that hill I'll I'll start I'll get hit in the face all day you know like that's that's what I did, you know, and, um, and it was an exciting sport, you know, like, yeah, you, you, you are constantly having just crazy stuff happen. So when I stopped that, I didn't know what to do with my life. I, I completely, um, I moved into an house, a house with eight guys and it was just basically like, like my room was built into the living room, you know, like it was built from the living room. So it was just all rooms. And, and then we just had like one spot where we party. And at first I, I didn't, I didn't like that. I, you know, like they would party and I didn't like it. I would sit in my room and play video games and stuff. And, um, but eventually I got out and I, I started, started drinking. Um, 
it wasn't like a lot at first, but it slowly became more. And then I started realizing, wow, like I can talk to people. I can talk to girls when I'm like drinking. And, um, and I, so I started doing that. And then I started going to clubs with them and I started partying. And, um, I mean, this is over a couple of years and, um, eventually I got introduced to drugs, uh, I don't even know, but I guess we can say it. it was like coke, you know. And I, I got introduced to that, and that was like amazing to me, you know. Like I could do like anything on that stuff, and I just I'd jump, get on a roof and jump off it, hurt myself, and not care, you know. And um, but I also um, I started not talking to my parents anymore, which hurt them. Um, you know, I completely isolated myself from everyone and I didn't think anybody really cared. And like, that's, um, that's something that like, after getting sober, I, I realized that, you know, people do care. And like, I always just thought if I die, like, whatever, you know, like, who's really gonna like, be like that upset about it. And, um, you know, I got into this program, basically, because I uh, didn't know what else to do. I called an ex-girlfriend and said, like, I don't know what to do. I want to die. And um, and she told my mom, which I kind of understood. <laughs> like, I think I kind of like, she didn't, yeah, she didn't even live in this state. So there's nothing she could do. I think like subliminally, sub, subconsciously, consciously, I wanted, I wanted somebody to do that. I wanted somebody to, to, I just didn't know how to say I need help. And so I did that and, and that's, and my parents came and like, you know, kind of did an intervention and I was really upset. I did not want to go to rehab, um, but I watched my mom cry more than I ever have when I said I didn't want to go because she was so, she thought for sure, like I was going to die. And, um, and that was hard. And I eventually, after a couple of days of not using, realized, wow, maybe I do have a problem because, uh, I really want to use it right now. So I, I went, I went to rehab and it was amazing. Actually, I put on like 15 pounds there, started lifting, went back to my old, my old, uh, my old ways of living. And it was, it was really nice. Um, got into, you know, got introduced to AA through rehab. And then, um, you know, I have not done AA very well. Like, <laughs> I started out with a sponsor, um, tried to call him every day at rehab, but we only had our phones for so long. And then I kept like missing it. And I kept having to start over and like, the, like he called me seven days in a row. Um, and uh, I had him and then I came, I went to RSM. I went to some RSM meetings and those, those that place, you know, really saved my life. I, I was introduced to a group of people that were just, just like me and just amazing. And um, we spent all, almost every day together, this group, this core group of people that we would go bowling, we would go to meetings, we would do everything together. Um, I had another sponsor there that kind of got, I think was like a little bit like forced upon me and it didn't work out so well. I didn't really, um, he was not like me and it just didn't, it, it didn't work. And, and, I, and I'm very lazy when it comes to certain things. Um, and then COVID happened and I stopped going to meetings and, um, you know, 
that was that was kind of a time when like a lot of things happened it was it was it was weird you know i had a roommate that was supposed to be sober and he overdosed in my house and died and like that was like okay maybe i do need to like step this up and the last thing i said to him was hey you want to go to a meeting with me and the next morning he was he was gone so like that was that was really really weird um but I stayed sober through that. And that made me even realize like, wow, I do not want to get back into these drugs because I don't even know what's in them anymore. And um, met Kelly, uh, somebody introduced me to Kelly through the couch meeting uh, when that first came back from, from not being on Zoom. That was like the first one where we actually could go in person and talk to people and it was amazing. Um, and you know Kelly's been been awesome. I I have been very lazy for the past couple of years. Um, I have nobody to blame but myself with that. And I I have seen um, I kind of I had a little bit of a down, uh, just like my emotional breakdown. And and um, I I kind of reached my hand out. I need I needed some more help. So I'm starting my steps over. And, um, you know, I suggest, I was just, work, I was at a panel on Halloween night and I, and I told somebody this too, if you're new and you're like starting your steps or, you know, if you don't have a sponsor, get one, do your first step right away because trying to do it when you have three years is hard to remember everything. <laughs> It's hard for me to admit that my life, okay, my life is unmanageable. That's not hard. Uh, but the alcohol part, you know, I haven't had a drink in over three years. And I, um, I, don't, I don't suggest waiting like long, a long time to do your steps because you need to know, you need to remember those things. You need to know what it was like in order for you to actually do it um, passionately and, 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 feel it the way that you need to so you know that's that's my biggest thing I, I I don't suggest people do this the way that I do it I go to a lot of meetings I take people I do I, um, you know I help people out but that's not what keeps you sober in this program you know I mean it, it helps but if you don't do the steps you're not gonna you're not gonna do this thing the way it's supposed to be done you're not gonna be happy so I would just definitely suggesting that but thank you for letting me speak uh on such short notice i i, I think this is cool thank you